Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah. All right, let's bring him in. Mr. Bradley, welcome. Uh, Mike is here from River City Flooring, your great sponsor as well, to chime in. And Mike is uh, filling in the blanks for us on all of our basketball questions. He's got some thoughts on this this basketball team, Patrick. Big game tonight in Fayetteville on a cold evening with uh, potentially some mildly hazardous roads to get there. If you care enough, though, you walk there, won't you? Gonna have it. Gotta have it. It's uh, A&M team coming off of a big win against um, Kentucky, as you guys know. But, uh, you know, as confusing as this season has been, it's pretty simple. You know, they get a really good point guard, Wade Taylor, and uh, you get to slow him down, especially in the high ball screen. They're the best offensive rebounding team in the country. So they can beat you that way. <laughs> and then, um, you know, finally, you know, one of the things that the Hogs do really well is get to the free throw line. So I think that's, um, you know, if you can continue to do that, you're going to have a chance. Pat, the optimist so, but, in me would say that Eric Musselman is trying new things. The pessimist in me yeah. would say he is grasping at straws. Mm-hmm. He is finally giving huh. in and he's going to a zone because he can't get his guys to guard. The zone was apparently a relatively new addition to the defensive scheme late in the week. If they continue with it, can it be effective against an A&M team tonight? Well, certainly on the on the fact that you know you would hope that it would help on the rebounding side of things uh, with guys staying close to the three-point line. A&M's not shooting it as well as as. Um, you Most know, teams in America, average. Yeah, they're pretty average three-point shooting teams. Twenty-seven percent. So, you know, I guess you don't really have to worry about that. Um, and you know, without you know the zone, you can if you would depending on what type of zone you play, that could help you against that high ball screen. And um, that kid's really good at it. That point guard, Wade Taylor, he's really good at that. So I, you know, but. Listen, zone defense is not easy to play Mm-mm. because you, you don't have a man. So you kind of get to read an area and know when to help and when to not help and communicate. And um, so it, it, I mean, it could be risky too. It really could be. When you if, saw if guys aren't understanding how to play. When you saw Eric Musselman pull out that zone last game, what went through your mind? Well, again, I like well, I like the fact that he's trying not only different lineups, but a bunch of different things. You know, I mean, he's from what I've seen of him over the last few years is he's he's good enough and smart enough to understand. You know, I got to sort of change some things 
based on my personnel of what I do. Um, and he probably didn't realize that his guys were not as good of a defensive team. You know, they struggled in some areas in the past, but they've been able to clean it up. So, but even from the offensive standpoint, you know, there were times where we, where he had one or two scores and that's it. And, and he was able to isolate those guys. And, you know, there were times where, you know, he had other um, advantages from an offensive standpoint and he figured how to use that to his advantage. So I guess, you know, it's, it's good to see. I mean, he's, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, a lot of different changes going on, even with the even with the lineup. You know, you just hope, in some way, that the guys who had played well last game can find some consistency, right? I mean, has anyone played well like three, four games in a row? Mm-hmm. Not even like you don't have to have a career night. You know, just play well. Yeah, that's what I was talking about a little bit ago because Pinion and Blocker both did play well, Pat. But, again, I'm not going to say it was garbage time because they played over 20 minutes each. But you also know that they didn't go into that game with a whole lot of expectation of playing a meaningful role. How much different is the yeah. mentality you're at home and in a hopefully competitive game? Is it tougher to compete at that level, you think, when the game's on the line still versus the outcome already being in hand? Well, I mean, it. You know, you would you would hope that you know, at least Pinion, who played last year and this year, but you know his minutes—he hadn't gotten a lot of minutes, hadn't really been in that situation before. But right. you know, there's really only one way to do that, and and is to get in that situation. And you know, I think part of the issue is Coach Must. You know, is finding it, it seems like he's finding it hard to just trust guys. Uh, on the both ends of the floor, offense and defense, because there's tons of mistakes on both ends. So that's the other side of it is, you know, trying to get guys that he trusts to to carry out the game plan, again, to be consistent. It's um, Now, look, I guess the, the good news is he's still got, you know, plenty of guys to pick from because, <laughs> you know, he's played a bunch of guys this year, and you would hope eventually he can – find the seven or eight. I mean, heck, it may, might be seven this year who's consistent. And maybe that's what he does. You know, there's a couple teams in the SEC that are just playing seven guys. So, um, but I, I, at the beginning of the year, I, I thought they'd, they'd have nine guys contributing, ten guys contributing, and that just fortunately wasn't the case, sadly. Mm-hmm. So, Pat, here's the deal, though. If you're starting this team from scratch, if you're picking one guy that you build around, what's the one guy you trust? Is there a guy that you look over there and you go, I trust that guy to go get it? Who's your guy? Well, we thought it would be Trevin Brazil, but he, you know, for some reason, he's only averaging like nine points a game. You know, I think that's the issue has been consistency. Tremont Mark has been, you know, our, I would say, our most consistent. Um, but I don't know if there's anybody you build around. I mean, I, I mean, we don't have any talent like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not like you got Colas Williamson out there. We try to build around him. We have Pat Bradley. You know, it's, Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't take much to 
build around me. You wouldn't take a lot of flooring to well, do that. Buddy, listen, there was a lot of things you could say about you, but inconsistent wasn't necessarily one of them. L. Ellis was a guy that people had a lot of hopes for, was playing significant minutes early. Then you go to Menafield, who had the huge second half in the victory yeah. comeback over Lips. UNC Wilmington. Okay. Um, and then, you know, again, just seems like they're grasping to find someone who is going to be, you know, to the, the, to the point there. Yeah, to, what the Mike's saying is, is somebody you can build around and trust it week in and week out. And also they need somebody who can help kind of run things. But, I, again, I don't know. I still don't know what they're trying yeah. to do offensively, Pat. I know he likes to pace in space. I'm not seeing much of either. No, but you you are missing. You know, I think you say like Anthony Black last year was really a mm-hmm. he was a, a setup man before a scorer, and um, I think the year before, but Jalen Tate, you know, a couple of years ago was really looking to be a setup man, and then he would score. It seems like everybody is a score first guy, even Minifield. I mean, mm-hmm. he. You know, he made some nice passes in that 30-point game, but, you know, he still had 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, yeah. you know, he's, he's, I think he's still a scorer at heart. Um, and you couple that with, you know, I mean, what was it? They haven't scored, you know, they've scored 50 points in the last couple games of 66 and the rest 50. So, um, and, and I think a lot of the shots that they take hurt their defense. You know, because if you take a a questionable shot, then you know we saw Florida. They how many how many runouts did they have? Mm-hmm. There was quite a few of them. Uh, so yeah, it's it's you know there seems to be um, you know there's just that you just look at them and I don't even know if they know who on the team could be that voice for them or or somebody that they can you know. Look to maybe just from a, sometimes it's battle, sometimes it's mark. You know, it's just it's just been so inconsistent. It's tough to say. Pat, I watched A and M last weekend against Kentucky, and they looked really good. And I watched them against Auburn on the road, and it was a good game, a good team. You could tell A and M's good. What in the world happened to them losing at home to LSU by fifteen points? Well, they have had they had one kid. They lost to some university, something or other. I never even got an answer of it. But then they're arguably second best. Certainly, you know, one of their best players had been out due to injury. And he had come back, I don't know, just a couple games ago. And so I think the losses of those two guys were they started the season <clears throat> highly rated. I think number two. Um LSU, LSU's got a little bit of talent now. You know they're much, much more improved team. Uh, and again, Texas A&M is not shooting it as well. So you know you get in a situation where, from a defensive standpoint, you got to go out there and make some shots, and you don't. Um, you know then that just spells doom, as we've seen before. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's there are times where that doesn't happen, but um, yeah, LSU's. LSU is a much improved team. They brought in um, they they had a kid same as Minifield um, that came in towards it was like mid December end end of December that twenty point scorer from Tulane. But he's a legit point guard. I mean, he can set you up and he can score. 
Um, so they they're uh, they're a much improved team, yeah. defensive team. Well, first loss is first. Let's get through AM. Um Okay, so Arkansas has got five games <laughs> left in January. I'm kidding. Five games left in January, Pat. A and M, South Carolina. Christian, help me out here. Missouri, Ole Miss, and who am I missing? Kentucky. Yep. Yeah. What's What's Arkansas's record of those five games, PB? That's our question of the day today. So we got two at home, and is it two on the road? Three at home. Three at home. Three and two. Yeah. Going three and two. Upset Kentucky. Yes, sir. You know that's only because it's the uh, what ten year anniversary of Michael Qualls. The dunk curtain yeah, around the world. Dunk. Yeah. Is that ball still on the Last. scoreboard that they threw up there at the end? Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's right. Ever That's get that right. Dunk? I forgot about that. They should have left it up there for good good luck. Oh, uh, yeah. That was cool. I bet they took it down the off season. That's what happened. Yeah. Mm. It was up there for yeah, a while. But I think they've taken it down since. Mm. Okay. Uh, PB, what are you doing tonight? You got, uh, you got a game? You got studio? Or are you off? Yeah, a little studio. A little studio action. Okay. Um, Who are you liking the Tennessee-Florida game? Is that at Florida? No, okay. at Tennessee. You like Tennessee, then I assume. Yeah, Florida. Um, obviously, Florida looked like they were NBA champs the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> but um, I think Tennessee. Although the game's at five o'clock, cause they get like a foot of snow over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it may not. It may be five o'clock Eastern. I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's early. four o'clock our time. Yeah. Yeah, the crowd may not. Uh, really be into it so the Florida may have a shot although yeah. I think they're like an eight and a half point underdog right nine now. and a half mm. okay so well I can tell you what I don't know how many times Arkansas has a home dog since Musselman's been there but it hasn't been very often but tonight they certainly are so hopefully they can yeah, uh, no kidding, prove the doubters wrong we'll see all right buddy uh appreciate River City flooring obviously Mike just not only has he come in and talk about River City but he asked a very compelling question good work Mike Thank you, sir. We're trying to take our Bye. job, boss. Buddy. The man. We'll see you soon, buddy. Thank yeah, you, River City Flooring. Thank you for everything you guys do. Thank you, Pat. Stud. Absolute stud. Yeah. He's had his moments. Hey, yes. PB, we'll talk to you later, buddy. See you. All right, boys. Love you. Love you.